just brought out a new cookbook. More airy, more light, more mouthy coast. It's such a vibe, isn't it? Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favourite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by Everyday Foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Hello, our fabulous podcast pussies. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's different this time around. Live your space. <laughs> you are joined, as always, with myself, Spicy B, Sweet Libby. Hi, guys. And Buttery Bella. Hi, guys. I'm sorry, I haven't had a lot of sleep and I'm making myself laugh. <laughs> well, look, at least someone is laughing here. <laughs> um, why have you not been sleeping? What's going on? Oh, honestly, you know what? I've just been living a hot girl summer. You really have been. I really, I really have been. And, you know, that requires minimal sleep, maximum energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk us through what, what hot girl summer means to you. Um, <laughs> look, I won't go to the details. They are X-rated. So, um, <laughs> but essentially, yeah, I've semi-lost my voice. I'm quite tired. What is time? I don't know. Who is time? Yeah. Time, time is a social construct, I'm convinced. Oh, um, I do have a funny story for you both. Just okay. came to yeah. mind. The other day I was in my living room having just chilling with my housemates. It doesn't seem like it's going to be that funny. <laughs> Someone runs over. Is this your apartment? Yeah, well, yeah, we're in the living room. Oh, a cat just fell in your courtyard. What? <laughs> what? Wait, how did they get into your apartment? But okay. And okay, so essentially cat, like, I, live, squish on the I pa- live on the ground floor in an apartment block and I have a courtyard at the front that basically has like goes onto the street. Okay. And so the apartment block directly across from us had seen a cat fall out of the fourth story into the bushes in our courtyard. Thank goodness bushes because it's tiles. Oh, this. But I, cats always land on their feet, so they'd be well, fine. Well. Not at four stories. It looked pretty not okay. Oh, you saw it. You well, told me it was no, okay. it was fine. It was fine. They pulled it out of the bush, well, you know. Next minute, the, the, the owners come running down. There's a commotion. Oh. There's people oh. in our courtyard. Oh. They're like, my cat, my cat. I was like, I know your cat. Your cat isn't over there. Please get your cat out of my courtyard. And it looked a bit twitchy. I did say, take it to the vet. They were like, it's fine. I was like, take it to the vet. It's fallen four stories. <laughs> um, just a bit of a rogue Tuesday evening. Whoa. Okay. You have had a real roller coaster lately. It's been a weird time, Lib. It has seriously been a very weird time for you, Belle. I'm like too delirious to even handle that story. <laughs> I so apologize. I apologize. Have you also had a bit of a big one then? Oh, look, I, have, I feel like I've been all over. New South Wales, because that's as far as we can really get at the moment anyway. <laughs> um, True. So Jess and I left for the country the other day to go home to the farm. And we left at 8pm. And for anyone who knows... 8pm's late. Yeah. Well, we had to work that day and it just... I don't know. You didn't leave at like 5.30 on the dot? I... I was for the first time in my life fully packed <laughs> and organised. You would have been so proud of me. Being. That that is a shocker. That doesn't happen. So we're placing the blame elsewhere, not naming names, but elsewhere. <laughs> and the two of you it was somewhere else. Okay, literally. So what happened? Well, so we planned to get to Gunnedah, right? So we booked a hotel like online, and we're like, cool, get to Gunnedah. That's a pretty good, you know, stretch, stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it gets to about eleven p.m. and we're like, oh, Ooh. um, I wonder if they have like a Late After hours, night. like desk person. Exactly. Yeah, because you're not going to make it in time. Not going to make it in time. <laughs> it's 11 o'clock. We're probably not going to get there till 1 a.m. Oh, sheesh. Oh, that's stress. We're calling, calling, calling. No answer. And we're like, oh, gosh, I don't even know if we can make it to Gunnedah. Like, we were delirious, like laughing. And pretty unsafe, I suppose, driving. Yeah, stop, revive, survive, man. <laughs> Literally. Anyway, we ended up pulling into this 
beautiful place in Willow Tree and we just like honed down this lady and we're like, help us, please help Because <laughs> isn't the hotel at Willow Tree like quite known? People like go there to stay. Like I it's quite it, a nice place to oh stay. Oh my gosh, and you just like... stayed at this bougie place just because you had to, not because you even was a destination. It was, yeah, like I accidentally stayed there and it was stunning and I actually am going to recommend it <laughs> to anyone who is in Willow Tree. Go stay there. I forgot the name. <laughs> well, it's the one. There's the um, attached Grace? to it. Yeah, because attached to it is the famous restaurant Grey's and they have oh, um, okay. people go to Grey's to eat. Maybe not necessarily the hotel, but I think that would be and all then part probably, of it. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. You actually stayed at quite a nice restaurant. You didn't realise. Didn't yeah. get to eat the food, did you? No, there was no late night food shenanigans <laughs> happening. But so much fun anyway. What about you, Libs? I had a really nice, quiet one. So as you know, I'm trying to reduce my alcohol intake. Quite just for the, next... the opposite of myself. Yes, exactly. Just for the next couple of months, I got my sister's wedding coming up. Got to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have been having some quiet weekends. I saw one of our good old friends, Zoe Nash. Oh, shout out oh. to Zoe Nash. Shout out to Zoe Nash. Just wonderful. Made her delicious dinner. We just had the most beautiful night. We went for a dip at Clavelli. Oh, that's just such a awesome. I'm an adult thing to do. It yeah. felt very In adult. Summer? Like we, yeah, we had it like dip at like six and it was still beautiful. The sun was setting, mm. came back, made a vegetarian. Prime shark time. Yeah, but like there's people there. Yeah, but like who cares about shark yeah. time? <laughs> And like she's eating quite vegetarian most of the time. So we had like a nice vegetarian dinner. It was just heaven. Great evening and really like filled my cup up. Oh, I love filling my cup up. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that sounded like I was taking the piss, but genuinely I do. (laughs) Those things that like give your soul meaning. Yeah. And warmth. Oh, speaking of meaning and warmth and life, I guess we take it to talk of the town which is the part of the podcast where we tell you what is hot off the pass in food this week. Bella, I believe you actually do have some pretty wholesome content for us this week. I do. This actually really aligns with what we were just talking about and bringing it all back to the basics. So essentially at the moment, if you are looking for a little weekend getaway, things you can't really go anywhere besides interstate, then look no further because I have a list of places that you can get to where you can go and pick fruit. Oh, oh. that is very um, humbling. Humbling. Back to Wholesome. the roots. What food can people pick at this current time? You can go to Bilpin and collect apples or you can go to Port Macquarie and get tomatoes, Southern Highlands and get peaches and apples as well. Oh, awesome. That sounds so nice. Yeah. I feel like picking peaches would be such a satisfying experience. Like pick it right off the branch and then just like straight in and juicy and yum. Oh, Oh. yeah. Like picking fruit so like. Therapeutic. I wasn't going to say that, but like I feel like it could be. But I feel like if it's picking fruit just for your own consumption as far as like what you this sounds like this is where you sort of like pick your own basket. Mm. Great. I feel like if you were the people that do it for like. A job. Horrible. Oh, like the backpackers. Yeah. Yeah. No, do not envy them. Not at (laughs) all. That would suck so much. Just like anything, though, when it's your job, it's not as fun. That is so true. I mean, they do say do a job that you love and you never work a day in your life. Much like obviously good ladies. (laughs) (laughs) So sweet. I love it, B. I love it. See, I'm filling up everyone's cups. Now, where did we get to this week, though, most importantly? This week's hunt for the best food in Sydney took us to the main street of Redfern. Whilst you might miss the small neon sign and stumble into the well-known Ra Ra Ramen next door, don't. King Boy is not to be missed. 
King Boy is another brainchild from the beautiful people who brought us Marble in Barangaroo, Toki in Surrey Hills. This time, a Vietnamese twist. Head chef Peter Wu, who hails from Sunset Sabi and FOMO, get it? FOMO. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Has brought his own spin to this eatery, or as they say, veedery, trying to focus on the way that Australians like to eat, but with those really traditional Vietnamese flavors that we all know and love. Walking into this long, sleek venue, you pass another pink neon sign with the words Pho King Amazing, and it starts to build this playfulness. Then you get this beautiful, deep cocktail list full of fruity, colorful, you know, Asian flavors. And then also they've obviously got some natural wines and local craft beer on tap. Now, what did we think? I feel like that strip that you're talking about where Rara Ramen is, Huxta Burger is, it's really um, becoming a vibe. It reminds me of the red light district in, in Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yeah. <laughs> is that because of all the questionable characters in Red No. Okay. I think that it's to do with the lights because it's all, lights. yeah, they're all these neon pink and red signs that are all across those three venues. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. Right. And so I was the first one to arrive. I walked in, sat down and was kind of questioning the waitress about the venue because. Yeah, why not? I'd never really noticed it. And how long had it been around? And essentially she was saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, Libby, that previously it used to be a pretty just run-down Vietnamese joint. Yes, yes. And they've basically come in and the owners were like, okay, well, it's time that we redid this venue now. Because that's what they were saying. They liked having a Vietnamese restaurant there, but it was time to take it a bit upmarket. And so the the owners and the, the venue manager, Ben Dawson, decided to take it just that next level. Like a, a facelift, would you say? Exactly. And even with that, with the menu. So sort of modern Vietnamese as opposed to um, traditional Vietnamese because it's sort of that fusion that we did see at Toki and Marble and someone was asking me about it the other day and I said well they said oh but I don't really like Vietnamese I was like well it's not really Vietnamese Vietnamese it's fusion to it it's you know you'll like it I can't believe that people don't like Vietnamese the flavors are just so traditional clean and traditionally literally the person said it's just too fresh Excuse me, sorry. Who was this? Name and shame. Name and shame was part of my own blood. Okay, we don't want to name and shame. <laughs> you know, you can make your own decision. If you know us personally, you probably know who it is. Mm-hmm. I think I know. So we'll move on. I think that we need to take it to where you two both started, which was with the drinks. Oh, the cocktails were a great time, as everyone on this podcast knows. And if you don't and you're just joining us, I love a cocktail. Okay. As much as the next gal. So you, no, way more than the next gal. Know, way <laughs> more than the next gal. And the next gal is yucks behind me. Uh, so I decided to dip in to the pink pop, which was a little combo of gin, watermelon, lychee. And I did it because I'm getting really excited about going to venues and having heaps of banter with the wait stuff and then being like, you know what, what's your favorite? Because I wanted that. Yeah, but then sometimes they say something and you're like, okay. Oh, yeah, and then the banter finishes. I'm like, oh, you're a psychopath. I'll get the other one. (laughs) Yeah, what if they're like, I like the dark death, of which has got like, you know, Jamison and all kinds of things. Sometimes you got to take it for a ride. Hey, you did the same thing with the hottie McHot stuff at Fred's, remember? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and it worked. Yeah, exactly. It works. They know what's good because they're the ones dining there. Yeah, but he was trustworthy. Some people aren't. He was more than trustworthy. (laughs) (laughs) If you're wondering what we're talking about, the first episode of this current season, we went to Fred's. Have a listen. Then you'll know what we're talking about. Now, Bella, you also got the same cocktail as B. I did. I sat down and I looked at her pink popping drink and I was like, 
I need one of those. <laughs> Get me one now. Get mm. me one now. I did not even know what was in it. And in hindsight, knowing all those ingredients, I see why I loved it. Watermelon is always a vibe in any drink. And because I'm not drinking, B was so generous and offered me her lychee. So I did have an alcohol-filled lychee mm. and it was really delicious. Oh, that would have hit the spot. Sorry I didn't give you mine. I didn't realise we are giving in lychees. <laughs> well, I felt like you might have wanted to enjoy it. B might not like the texture, I have a feeling. No, if, yeah, if you have also know from previous episodes, lychees freak me out, like eyeballs. <laughs> but delicious, sweet eyeballs. Mm. <laughs> I'm never going to be able to look at them the same. Anyway, I think we should hop into the menu itself. So you've got the entrees, which are mostly all to share. And then they've got a raw section. So they've got ceviche, beef tartare, that sort of thing. And then they go on to the main dishes. And then pho. And then the last but not least is the pho. Yeah. Oh, controversial the way I just said that. So obviously it's actually traditionally said pho, but... I call it pho and I, I know I shouldn't and it's probably extremely disrespectful. So I will continue to try and say pho. But in but your defense, they had it both on the menu. Yeah, because they know that people recognize it as pho. True. Okay. Absolutely. And let's call out that the menu was a very similar, if not exactly the same layout as Taki. In, yeah. Particularly in the sense of the vibe of it, like the way that they'd done all the drawings. Like, like caricatures, a yeah. big like A3 or whatever size paper that is. All yeah. kind of like, it's a fun vibe. It's all there in front of you. I don't know how you guys feel, but when you see that, I get really excited. Me too. You know what? I was just thinking, I was getting flashbacks to Chin Chin's. Oh, that is a similar vibe too, you know, actually. The menu itself, but also the light. The neon and signs and the bunnies and the, like the weird fusion. Yeah. yeah, I think it's very similar in that way. And they're probably, all these sort of fusion restaurants have a bit of that same hint of, you know, like the Asian fusion. So they're all going to take something from each other, I suppose. True. Very true. But I'm actually salivating right now even talking about what we ordered so can we please actually talk about it yes now the first thing i want to talk about is the um banziao tacos now i mm. want to talk about these specifically because when i was doing my research on it they were talking about this being one of the key elements of how we look at peter wu's style of, of cooking mm-hmm. because banziao traditionally it's that sort of egg pancake in Vietnamese cooking where it's, it's huge and you have to cut it into bits and roll it up into a lettuce leaf and eat it. And it's quite tricky to eat. Mm. And so what he wanted to do is sort of taking off, you know, the taco, I suppose, wanted to use that style and make it really easy to eat. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Yeah. That, that is cool. And in reality for us, so Bella and I got the prawn one. I thought it was honestly delicious. It was good. I got the pork one in an effort on my food lutions this year to eat more pork. Yeah? And how was it? It was very good. Can I just ask you a question? You may ask me a question. What scares you more, prawns or pork? At this point in time, prawns. Yeah. Right. Because this was also, it was crackling pork. So it had a nice crispy top, Mm. succulent in the middle, like yum. I just have to like not look at it (laughs) and it's fine. You're so bizarre. You're so, so bizarre. We also got with this dish the corn ribs. Oh, Oh. they were, oh my gosh, to die for. I think they were my fave. They were so good. So the corn ribs come out with a sweet soy dressing, some pepper powder, and then macadamia snow. Mm. Imagine what you will with macadamia snow. Grated macadamia at the top of these corn that was essentially cut to make it look like it was a rib. I was going to say, how do you think they got it like that? Because it actually was like, it was kind of a rib. Like it they, was on the Do you the reckon bit. they welted it to the point that like heat, you know, when you heat sink up and it starts to like. Oh, shrivel? so uh, well, essentially what happened is, you know, corn is a cylinder. They would have cut it 
four ways four ways down the top of the cylinder that is a terrible way of explaining it but then what would happen with that inside bit that's all just like wood is that it it softens it softens and and but still hard enough to keep the kernels on there yeah and it curls in so then the kernels sort of look like they're flaring outwards i have no idea if any of that made any sense but what you can do is head to our instagram we'll have a picture there and you can see what we mean yeah because essentially we did gnaw on them didn't we we did and it was so delicious and the sauce was so sweet finger licking good Mm. oh yum could eat that every day of my life that was divine yeah to close out the entrees we did also get some spring rolls Yes, we did. And I'm glad we did because we were about to not because you didn't want spring rolls. No, controversial opinion. Not a big fan of bird's nest spring rolls, so these... which is the best type. <laughs> so what they're talking about is they're the, traditionally the Hanoi spring rolls and so they're netted on the outside, that really fine net. We got the vegetarian ones. They're amazing, B. They're my favourite spring rolls. You are a bogan and you don't know what you're missing. I am a freaking bogan, honestly. I'm a bogan snob. Like, I would happily dive into the frozen ones and Woolworths and then the ones in, like, the nest. Oh, you're so funny. But I think that they were definitely worth a mention and if you're going there, I I would get them again. Would you? Get them, 100%. Yeah. Don't leave without them. So I think all up, our smalls or entree – Stunning. Yeah. Did a great job. Absolutely stunning. I mean, we'll shout out. There were some things we definitely wanted to order that we already we couldn't. Good call. True. We did want to dabble in the dumplings, but they weren't available. Yeah. And also the bao buns on the main part of the menu, which we'll get to, they also weren't available. Which So two of the best things that you could probably Literally. Want. And as this is no, we are bao bun fans and we couldn't do that. So that How was a bit disappointing. What do we feel about not being available? Look, I always get really upset when something, like, tell me at the start. So then I don't just sit there thinking about it. Couldn't agree Very more. good point. Couldn't agree more. But also from a chef perspective, is it like good that it's not available because it's been really popular or is it that you just didn't do your service correctly? Well, she did come over to us when she was talking us through the menu and said that we are about to change the menu in like two days time. They were revamping the whole menu. Right. So they're probably just seeing everything out the door. Yes. That's what I was thinking. Otherwise, I would be very upset because that's just poor planning mm. yeah. otherwise. So I was a bit more forgiving in that sense. Now, anyway, moving along, we did skip through the raw side of things. Bella and I thought we've taken B to... I put my foot down. I said, I'm not eating any more freaking ceviche. Yeah. We have made you eat it a lot lately. And just this time around. Next time we'll be back onto it. We thought we'll give you a break and we'll move straight into the mains. And B, your choice in the mains was the crispy chicken supreme. Oh, look, I can't go past crispy chicken. Who can? Yeah. Neither but. But. Here comes the big but. It was swimming in a sauce of butter. See, I was avoiding the butter, so I didn't get that, like... I know, but that's what happened. Like, if I went to taste it to see, oh, you know, see what it tastes like. Dumb thing to say, but obvious. And then the whole of my mouth was just coated in this thick coating of butter. And I was like, oh, I, I... Right, so it lingered. It lingered and it ruined almost the the taste for me. Okay. You know, the chicken was delicious, moist, crispy. The spinach that it was served on, yummy, but so buttery. It was. And I mean, you'll see it in the photos, but essentially, yeah, it wasn't just like a thin kind of sauce. It was like essentially like at least like a centimetre high in the dish of like a bath of butter. Butter's great. Butter's amazing. We love butter. But maybe... Too much butter. It just, I think what it was is then you were meant to get that with, with boiled rice, which is what we got, and it just didn't sit. It was weird. It was like too fusion for me. I wasn't loving having butter, plain butter on my rice. Yeah. yeah. You know, like there was something that felt like, oh, this feels very, very wrong. But I feel like the lack of 
flavors that we were getting from the plain rice and the butter we made up for in the pho. Yes. So we did get the mushroom fur and we're going to keep saying it wrong. So just bear with us. Um, They're, they're actually famous here for the, the beef short rib fur. And which we, looked freaking amazing. Mm. It comes out with a big bone stuck in it and the meat's all falling off the bone. But as we know, I'm not too into beef. So the girls did me a solid and we went down the mushroom route. And I thought, that's quite funny, mushroom route. And <laughs> I, I thought it was really tasty. The broth wasn't super complex, but it had a really nice flavor to it. The noodles were delicious and really interesting mushrooms in it. Thoughts? I think the broth was perfect in that by this point, I don't know about you guys, but I was getting quite full. Yeah. So it was nice just to feel like you're having a bit of liquid and like, and it was quite, getting it was, the taste. yeah, it was quite light. It was light. It was light. So I think that's where I sort of steered away a bit in terms of, I really do like fur and I eat a lot of beef fur. So I think to have a mushroom one and have a lighter broth kind of was a bit like I was wanting more from it. So it was good, mm. but I wanted that stock it's really interesting you say that because i wonder what you'd actually think of the the beef short rib because when i was reading they were talking back you know as we were saying about the the fusion concept what he's actually done with the the beef one is make the stock really thick so it's not actually as soupy as the mushroom one which was very much like your traditional style it's much more like thick more like not as thick as a japanese curry but that's the inspiration that he took Right. right, so I think I'll have to make a return visit. Absolutely. Make sure you post on our stories for us so we can watch you eat it. Damn, I will, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think we've sort of given the listeners an idea of what we ate, but I think it's time to take it to order off the menu. Order off the menu is the part of the podcast where we decide for you guys whether it's worth a visit or not. Absolutely, Libby. Bella. Mate or date? Look, I think it's just a simple mate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it did have the ingredients of a date, you know, dark corners, neon signs. (laughs) The ingredients for us for a date. Yes. But I think that there's something about, like, if you're having a bowl of fur, you kind of want to be with someone that you trust because you might slurp it and get it somewhere. True. And it's not like, and plus the corn cobs. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's not, you know, a dining experience. It's good fast food. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't like the guy, then take him there because it'll go fast. And if you do <laughs> like the guy, then don't take him there because it'll go fast. It'll go fast. So, yeah, look, it's a win-lose. Um, okay. So I think that sitting with mate is a pretty good idea. We also were the last there. We arrived quite an, quite an early time and we were still there by the time they were closing. So mate vibe feels good for that reason. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to leave it at mate. B, bougie or basic? I will have to go with basic. It's not, it's not bougie. You know? It's got elements of bougie, sprinkle yeah. of bougie. Yeah, can we say like with a flair? <laughs> Sometimes I think I stitched myself up with this section. Um, uh-huh. I, I did invent them and it was my own doing. Basic, it is basic. It is, you're coming in, you just, it's good hearty food it's nothing to impress anyone about it's nothing no but pretentiousness they've, got some, flair. they've like, got some flair but does does flair make a bougie um it can it can it really freaking can bell you know what you can my mind's going in circles <laughs> okay i think you need to stick it in the ground i'm sticking it in the ground at basic yeah fair enough libby dollars for dishes 
you think you're going in circles. Oh, I am going in, going in circles. I have no idea what to do for this one. So it was $44 each, $44 a head. That is quite expensive. But $18 each for the cocktails. Mm. So, you know, stupid thing to say because we always say it, but take those off. Could have been a much cheaper meal. We did also have plenty of food. Like we definitely had more than what we should have ordered. Absolutely. And so that is something to consider. But I think I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of 5. Bit of a cop out, but that's where I'm going to have to leave it. I'm not going to give you any more insight into why I made that decision. We're just going to move straight along to the next section of the podcast. Oh, no, I want to talk to that point because I think it's a good one because you can essentially go and get a bowl of fur for, you know, 18, 20 bucks. 18, 20 bucks is still expensive for a bowl of fur. Look, we live in freaking Sydney, people. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. This is life. Yeah, but there are some cheap places that you can get fur. And you know what? You're also freaking right as well. You're a married girl. It's bloody fur heaven. Everybody's right. (laughs) So um, I think it's a bit confusing because – what they're doing, you know, traditionally Vietnamese is really, really cheap. And so they're making it a bit more classy, a bit more, you know, modern, which takes that price bracket yeah, we're up. we're subsidising the funky fit out. True. And True. also the taking it from the plain Banziao to the taco version, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Mm. But I'm going to stick with a 3.5 out of 5. Take it or leave it. Okay, perfect. So we've got a 3.5, take it or leave it, a basic <laughs> vibe and... Could be a mate, could be a date, depending how much you like them. (laughs) (laughs) Very conclusive, very decisive decision made from us tonight. Moving right along to food features and fails. Food features and fails is the part of the podcast where we tell you a feature or a really crap fail from our week. Bella, start us off again. What have you got for us? I think I'm actually going to – this is more of an experience fail – Okay. That actually happened today. And Ooh. I was vlogging B about it as it was happening because I was just like... Raw oh. content. Just a little bit of insight into what she means by that. The two of them share this very strange intimate relationship where they vlog their lives to each other oh all day. Oh my gosh, I thought this would never come up on the podcast. <laughs> I just thought that the listeners might want to know what you do in your spare time and what it is is Snapchat each other for hours. <laughs> yeah, essentially Bella and I are in contact. <laughs> 24 hours, seven days a week. And maybe that's why we're both single because there's no time for anyone else in our lives. <laughs> true. So true. <laughs> anyway, so this morning it starts off, okay, whatever. I wake up, normal day. I come on downstairs to work at home. I finish off my Skype with my boss. And then all of a sudden my internet just cocks it. And I was like, damn it, I'm going to have to go into the office. But then I was like, I'll get fishbowl, so it'll be fine. Oh, stunning. This is a feature. Yeah, so far. So I get to the ferry and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to order it online so that I get there, I can pick it up straight away and go straight into the office, you know? Oh, multitasking. Yeah, so organized, yeah. So as I'm there trying to be organized, I walk on, you know, putting my mask on, get on the ferry, and then I realize I'm going the wrong direction. (laughs) Oh, he got on the wrong ferry in the attempt to do the right thing. Literally just saved time, and I ended up adding like a half an hour to my journey and had to walk to the Barangaroo fishbowl. So... Oh my gosh. It was just... Oh, that's an ordeal. I literally was so annoyed, and I was just like, whatever, it is the way it is, continue life. Anyway, ended up getting my fishbowl. Picked it up. P.S. Do recommend the service. It was there waiting for me, obviously, because I took an hour to get to it. I was going to say, mate, I think it was waiting (laughs) waiting for you for a while. But even so, and then I got back to my, I got back to the office, sat down, opened it up and I was like, this was worth every 
fail. Had significantly wasted two hours of your work day. <laughs> no, no regrets. No I'm regrets. so confused as to whether this is a feature or a fail. I think. Or as to whether your boss wondered where you were for all this time. <laughs> and should be listening to this. So I'm really digging myself in a hole right now. Let's just say it was a feature for Fishbowl, a fail for you personally. Yeah. All right. I, c- I can live with that. I can live with that. I'm really sorry to hear that too. <laughs> I'm going to jump in because I've also got a fail. Okay, yeah. And I don't want to end it on a fail. I'm vibing from you. You might have a feature. I, de- I-, I definitely do. Oh, good. Okay. So my fail, and it's going to be a bit brutal, oh. is that it was um, Jack's little sister's birthday the other week. Oh, please don't fail Jack's little sister. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. no she is a feature. Ooh. She for sure is a feature. Oh. But it was her birthday the other week, so she was messaging me being like, you know, where should we go for dinner? Classic. And I sent her a food podcast. People don't leave you the fuck alone. (laughs) So I sent her a few that we'd been to being like, these were really good. And a few that I wanted to go to. And one of them that I wanted to go to was Chichibella in Bondi. Now, it's definitely not how you say it, but it had been a place that I'd seen online and been like, oh, this looks great. It's pretty trendy. Anyway, whole family got there. no. No one in the restaurant. Oh, no. Like one other couple. I mean, granted it was a Tuesday night, but like, empty i was telling her Awkward yeah vibes. it's gonna be really vibey really cool crickets crickets oh, no. and i just was so embarrassed and like look the reality is the, the food was fine it was kind of a bit of weird service you know when there's only one other table in the restaurant like who are they serving but i think because there was only one other table in the restaurant they didn't kind of worry about us and then they didn't put our mains through till like an hour after we'd had our entree and it was just a bit of a dud but the food was still nice. It was just the worst, the fail was how awkward the venue was. Like, yeah, I mean, like, there is something about it. Like, particularly, you know, we have a food podcast. We review places. We tell people places to go. And when they're crap, you feel partly responsible. I was so embarrassed. Yeah. I felt so bad. And they're such, like, good foodies, like Jack's family, that they were like, oh. This but is- you weren't to know that it was going to be empty. I, I know. I just felt really bad. Anyway, let's, that, that's it. It sounds like it was Chichio Wadawadawa's fault. <laughs> Well, I think Bondi on a Tuesday may not be the right vibe. Maybe not. Yeah. Hey. So there's your lesson learnt. Don't be like me. Don't go out on Tuesday night. Stay home on Tuesdays. Tuesdays are for being at home. <laughs> B, food feature or fail? I've got a feature. I'm going to feature Rocky Road. Oh, Daryl Lee? <laughs> no, homemade. Pete Thompson. Oh. So I had a little bit of fam. I was going to say barbecue. It was definitely a picnic. There were no barbecues involved. Uh, fam <laughs> picnic on the weekend. And I was like, I'll bring a slice. I love whipping together a rocky road. It's super easy to do. Controversial opinion. I always use Cadbury. People love it. I love Cadbury. Yeah, why is that controversial? I know. I think people like usually use cooking chocolate or some sort of like other. No, No, right? So chucked in. Oh, actually, you know what? No, it was a feature. But I also think that everyone makes rocky road differently. So when you make yours, people like feel like they need to weigh in. People always need to weigh in on rocky road for some reason. So in the car, Prudence (laughs) is holding the pan and she's like, oh, what's in it? And I was like, well, you know, classic marshmallows. Yep. Uh, peanuts. I feel like Rocky Road could do without the marshmallows, just saying. Sometimes it can. I'm also thinking now, peanut allergies, probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> and then was like, gummy bears. Random. Random well, but cool. Prudence's like, oh, gummy bears. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like, you know, yum, like, fun. She's like... It's like the Willy Wonka Oh, version. no. Like, no, no, no. You do Alan's snakes. And I was like... Oh, okay. All right, mate. Yeah. The only other part of Rocky Road is the issue of, like, it sets, like, a block you know, cement, and then you have to cut it up. And it's a real, like, doozy. 
I essentially cut up half of it and left it in the slab and then made everyone kind of like bite into it. One by- Very not COVID safe. Yeah, so what you no. meant to do is you let it come to temperature for a bit. So you like set it. Mate, it was the freaking phyllo pastry all over again. I did not have time for room temperature. Do they, seriously, do they make room temperature ovens? Things that bring things to room temperature quickly? Oh my gosh. No, that's called the air. But anyway. <laughs> I don't have time for the air. Okay. The air okay. waits for no one. Okay, fair. So additional question. Don't put anything like a biscuit or a cookie in there. Do you? In the air? No, in the freaking rocky road. Oh, oh. I should, should I? I got some from Christmas from someone and she'd put some like biscuit bits in it and it was delish. Like, chuck a Tim Tam in there. Oh, you know what? No. What is that one that goes, ah, uh, wheat, wheat, wheat. Wheatons. Wheatons. That was kind of what it was in this one. It was like that kind of really just simple, plain, almost like a digestive. In digestive. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I could do without those cookies. Oh, digestives with the chocolate. Oofed. All right. Well, we want to hear what you put in your Rocky Road. So if you're listening to this podcast and have an opinion on Bee's Rocky Road, we want to hear it. I would actually love that because I want to know what the people, people do. want. Yeah, so Bee's going to put up a put up a post on the Facebook community. Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay, stitching me up over here. <laughs> and we want to see comment below and also maybe put a picture up. If you have time to whip it up, put it up. We'd love to see it. Would love to see that. I would also love to see everyone freaking reviewing our podcast. I got stop swearing. I would also love to see everyone in the reviews. Yeah. yeah. Leave us a review. Give us a rating. We go through and read them. Sometimes we cry. Sometimes we're <laughs> upset. Sometimes they're great. How about this? If you put in your review, you mentioned Rocky Road, we'll read your review out on the next episode. Yeah, you will get a personalized shout out. Unless we don't understand what your Apple podcast handle is. We'll still shout you out. We'll still shout you out. But, but so please do that. Make sure you tell a friend about us. It's the best way to get our podcast out there. And if you want to see pics from today's podcast or any other episode, you can follow us on Instagram at obviously good podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.